What's up, Whisper Nation? You know what happens when we have a mockathon and it's over? We just jump right back into more mocks. I think we might have a problem. But on this one, we're doing a half point PPR league, 12 team. Let's get it right here on the Fantasy Whispers. Yes, we're back again. We're back again. Hey, let's pump up the volume. Right here. What's up, Whisper Nation? It's Sear here along with Johnny Game Time Hicks and Big Travi. We're doing a, another mock draft following our mock draft marathon. John Travis. Yeah. We're going to be picking around seven. Okay. Johnny, Pick seven, three for huh? you. Three for me. So we're doing the mock draft wow. here. Uh, Even though we couldn't get our fill in 24 straight hours, we're going to do it again. And we're doing a 12-team half-point PPR but listen, guys, if you want to follow the show, go ahead and head on over to the fantasywhispers.com. We're all we're all across all platforms there, and you can get our 2019 draft kit for only 10 bucks. What a steal of a deal. As usual, we're back and we took a little bit of a layoff. Obviously, the marathon. Austin's gonna run us through this mock draft, pick our brain on some of these picks, because God knows, you know, after 24 hours, we may not be making the best ones. But we're gonna do our best and try and get you guys prepped. I'm ready, Johnny. You ready? I am so ready. All right. Let's get into this. And uh, Johnny, you're picking from the third spot. I'm picking from the seventh. Yep. Are we ready to start this thing? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Firing off, we saw Christian McCaffrey, very popular first overall pick. A little bit of a shocker here with DeAndre Hopkins, too, but that is the undisputed wide receiver one at this stage. Um, While game time is thinking about her third pick, what are your thoughts of taking that early? Travi. Half point PPR. So it doesn't give you the premium I'd like to see for you to take a wide receiver that high. But with Kiki Cutie's injury, I think you could make a little bit of a case for it. They also did bring in, bring in Duke Johnson. So I'm not too thrilled about that pick there. Saquon Barkley was taken there by game time. No problem there at the third spot. Alvin Ball, David Johnson, Elliott. Setting you up now in the seventh round. Where's your head at? What are you? This is that spot in the draft where I am comfortable taking a wide receiver. So I went ahead and took Devontae Adams here. Listen, in half-point PPR, I think that's just enough. The touchdown upside is unreal with Devontae going for four straight with 10-plus touchdowns. Nick Chubb off the board, followed by Julio Jones, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, the Schuster to close out the pick. Uh, second round, Odell Beckham Jr., followed by Michael Thomas, Todd Green, Tyreek Hill, Dalvin Cook, setting up Big Travi's second-round pick. Who are you pairing along with Devontae Adams, Big Travi? I'm going to go. I'm going to continue my playmaker upside down strategy here. I'm going Travis Kelsey, just a dominant force, upwards of 24% market share of that, that potent Kansas City Chiefs offense. I think he's one of the only of the top three that you can almost bank on being an elite tight end. And so that I want that advantage at that, uh, at the position. I like all that logic there. We saw Damian Williams follow up, carry on Johnson and Patrick is gone now. Johnny, who in the second round are you thinking? Saquon still got some of these running backs high value there but you're also still looking at some line elite wide receiver yeah um so normally I'm, I'm gonna switch it up in this draft so i'm gonna take a running back here and joe mixon is still here in a half point pbr that offense is still a little bit questionable um but they certainly should run the ball more joe mixon is looking like he's going to be kind of like the lone bell cow there and uh so pairing him with saquon is my rb2 and then um, I'm going to uh, wrap around here 
And I could take a little bit of a gamble here, and I'm actually going to take Melvin Gordon uh, in the third. I've got Joe Mixon and Saquon, and so therefore I feel like I can I can take that gamble. Well, Big Travis here is thinking about his third-round pick. I wanted to ask you, Johnny, if you're taking Melvin Gordon, are you committing to picking up uh, Jackson or Eckler, or are you just hoping and finger-crossing that Gordon returns to that bell cow status for the Chargers? Um, it depends. We'll we'll see where he ends up going in this draft. Certainly, you know, it's not a bad idea. But if I grab another running back, which isn't out of the question, I've kind of uh, want to show Whisper Nation what it'd be like to you know stack a bunch of these solid running backs if they fall to me, and then grab these wide receivers later. Um, you know, we'll see. we'll see what what I need. After Gordon was gone, David Montgomery taken, followed by T. Y. Hilton, Aaron Jones. Travi, you took Devontae Freeman there with your third round pick. You happy with that one? Yeah, I wasn't thrilled about the running back situation that was there. It was Burnett or Freeman in my mind there. I get um, this is what happens when you go a little bit of upside down. So I went with pure upside on this pick. I said, who who's going to have the better half point PPR year if everything went the way it was supposed to went or go? Uh, and that for me is Freeman based on his propensity to catch the football. Personally, I love Freeman. He's bell cow backs. He is number one over all um, on a very proficient offense with really no competition behind him. Devontae Freeman is a uh, sneaker, as, as I like to see in this one. Yeah, and he's still not getting talked about a lot. He's played in the preseason a little bit, hasn't yeah. done much. Uh, but the, the reviews coming out of camp are that he's really healthy. He's going to be good. We just hope that body keeps up because God knows this is the most volume he's projected to ever have, given that Tevin Coleman's not there anymore. A little undersized. but a- Marlon Mack was taken after that, followed by Josh Jacobs, Zach Ertz, George Kittle to close out the third round. Mari Cooper, the first off the board, followed by Stefan Diggs, Chris Carson, Brandon Cooks, Mark Ingram. And we saw Derrick Henry taken by Big Travi here. Finally, you're always hitting on my boy, Derrick Henry. Well, the price was too the price was too right here. It, I do believe that he is the last one of a of a group of running backs that you can kind of sit and put your hat on to get volume at least. I've, you know, we talked, I talked about this with Johnny and with you before that I'm concerned about the Titans as a whole. As an offense, as a team, as a defense, I think all those things play into why he fell so far. But I'll take him here in the fourth. He shed the walking boot, and he should be at 200, 250 plus carries. Chris Godwin taken after that. Julian Edelman, Robert Woods setting up Johnny's pick with Sony Michelle in the fourth. I love Sony Michelle there in the fourth. Obviously, you do. Take me across it. Well, I just wanted to. Um, I'm I'm stacking all these running backs here, and uh, it kind of worked out. There's some guys I really like here, so I'm gonna start grabbing some running or some wide receivers. I'll take Calvin Ridley before my time runs up. But uh, you know, with Melvin Gordon out, I wanted to get a very solid option there for me if you know he does hold out half that season. And so this doesn't necessarily mean that I have to get a guy like uh, Jackson or. or Justin, uh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> You're excused. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, right? Maybe call it. Sorry. Um, it, it, it requires me not to be, you know, so. It, it, it makes it so I don't have to reveal my cards. I cannot speak right now. I'm sorry. I'm really distracted by my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with Sony Michelle off the He's... board, Kenny Galladay and Philip Lindsay. For Tevin Coleman, AJ Green, and Calvin Ridley now off the board. I'm I'm diagnosed with that. Can't speak since Johnny speaking. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Calvin Ridley there. Um, 
off the board then just moving this one along because the draft is moving quick we saw oj howard go evan ingram tyler lockett now cooper cup setting up your fifth round pick there travi yeah, look, I, I'm a big believer in Cup. He's got a relationship with Jared Goff. We've seen him when he's on the field lead that team in red zone targets. The touchdown upside is there. Obviously, he's coming back from an ACL injury, but it didn't take him very long to come back, and he avoided the pup list, so it looks like he's all in good hands here, uh, kind of like Allstate, and he's just <laughs> ready to rock and roll. So I'll take Cooper Cup, I think, in half-point PPR. Uh, it may be he might continue to be the safety net for jared goff with touchdown upside let me ask you this really quickly of all of the receivers over in uh los angeles for the rams cooper cup brandon cooks and robert woods if you could take one of the three value aside which one probably uh, talent only i'd take probably woods but it's a, it's a tough call between yeah i like grabbing the last one there as you did aaron Rodgers was taken after cup followed by james white deshaun watson tyler boyd baker mayfield to close out the fifth Lamar Miller, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, DJ Moore, and Miles Sanders to set up your sixth-round pick. Tell us who you went and why. I was hoping that DJ Moore fell to me here in the sixth. That would have been such great value for a guy that could be the number one for Carolina that I love. His metrics are great. Ended up going with Jarvis Landry. Look, Antonio Callaway's had an injury. They traded away Duke Johnson. Or not an injury, but a suspension. They traded away Duke Johnson. Jarvis Landry sets up to be pretty nice as a second fiddle to OBJ in this offense run by Ted Munkin. Todd Munkin. I wish I – I guess we all can Something speak. in the air. Um, and so I think they're going to push the ball downfield. I think Landry I've, – I've been watching these practice videos. He looks great. I'm all about I it. I think people have slept on Landry for a long time because he played for the god-awful Browns his entire career. This dude is a talent. Yeah, well, yeah, and the Dolphins. Well, no, excuse yeah. Me. yeah. And the Dolphins. Yeah, so, so much so better. Much better. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have the situation yeah. where you just kind of forget about these guys, but dude is a talent. Yeah. Loves 100%. Darius guys taken, followed by Alshon Jeffrey, Robbie Anderson, and setting up game time's pick, hometown favorite there. Christian Kirk, what you like about him? Well, he's going to be in this air raid offense. They are going to run the ball a lot. I know a lot of people are worried about, you know, this Arizona offense with what we've seen during preseason. But you guys, this they've done this down quite a bit. So uh, I, I believe in what the coaching staff and what the beat writers are saying that this offense is, is looking really good in practice. But at the same time, that Arizona defense is god-awful, so maybe they just look good against their defense. Who knows? But, uh, no, I mean, Christian Kirk, he was, you know, uh, starting to pop off, you know, starting to break out last season uh, before his injury, and that was with the, you know, terrible Josh Rosen. Uh, well, that's a, a discussion for another time. But Christian Kirk really like his upside. I think he's going to see 100-plus targets this year. And uh, so I want a piece of that Arizona offense. And Christian Kirk already knows this offense. so And he's already played with Kyler Murray. So I like his upside. Right on. Hunter Henry and Kenyon Drake to follow. Tariq Cohen and Latavius Murray were the first two off the board in the seventh round to set up Johnny's Dante Pettis pick, third pick in the seventh round. Yeah, Pettis is my boy. Uh, he... You know, little whispers for secret secret. He could be uh, one of my bromances. Um, but, you know, a lot of people are starting to shy away because of the reports that came out about Dante Pettis a week ago. You know, they were saying, oh, I'm not sure. The coaching staff was saying, I'm not sure who the number one wide receiver is here. And so people who were starting to get really hot on Dante Pettis 
you know, fell off because the van wagon jumpers tend to do that quickly. Yeah. Um, but I know what I've seen. And this guy, this guy was a top 10 wide receiver last, at the end of last year. You know, not a lot of people were paying attention to him because he paid for the 49ers and they were on their backup, backup, backup quarterback. Uh, but Dante Pettis is a, is a rising star. So love that love combination of those wide receivers. Sammy Watkins taken, Matt Ryan, Jared Cook. Travis, you went with Rashad Penny. Yeah, the upside here, I knew I wasn't going to get him if I waited, and I felt like I could wait and get Royce Freeman because he's just been disrespected in drafts. I, d- I, was, I was able to do it, um, so I got Penny because I think his upside's higher than Royce Freeman if something were to happen to Carson, and the fact that Pete Carroll has always wanted to use a satellite back, yep. a receiving back, and they drafted Penny in the first round. They are going to have to use him at some point. You're saying the Seahawks embrace that Kamara Ingram comparison. And they run it more than anybody in the league or second most. So that's a team you want to get behind because I think Freeman, yes, he's got a path to upside. He was my second pick here or in my or my eighth pick here. Um, and so he has the upside, but he would have to win the job outright and just live off volume alone, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I, I you know, faded him instead of Penny, but I ended up getting Freeman as well. So we're going to jump right there from that Royce Freeman pick move there. We saw Drew Brees taking to Westbrook, Kareem Hunt, which set up Johnny's pick in the eighth round. You went with Duke Johnson, new product in Houston. I know you're a big fan of Duke Johnson. You better tell us why. Uh, yeah, so Duke Johnson goes to an offense where – they are going to use him and utilize him, one, because Kiki Cutie is so in and out of the lineup, and number two, they, you know, Duke Johnson is an elite pass catcher, and yes, I said elite pass catcher because the metrics that this guy has uh, when he is on the field and coming out of the backfield or lining up in the slot is, you know, renowned for a running back. So, you know, a team doesn't trade a third round pick by the head coach, you know, what he was on the fo- on the phone when he made this trade. So, I think that there's going to be a lot of of passing volume for Duke Johnson as a half point PPR league, stack that running back depth. It was, you know, I, that was just like I like him over Kalen Balage. I still don't believe that hype Jalen Samuels is just, you know, a hope of of which I'm oh. sure has nothing to do with Kenyon Drake being in your dynasty. Nothing. No, it has nothing to do of with not. I know. I, I legitimately have, have you Shots watched fire, tape? Dude. Hold on, but have you watched tape on oh. Kalen Balage? <laughs> it it, it would it, well here's a here's why I say <laughs> it would take you it would take you about five seconds and you would realize exactly who he is and what he does, and it's just run into guys and fall over. So you can <laughs> tell me he's looking like a monster, he's looking like a beast, but much like you know the Arizona Cardinals defense, that stuff sucks, and the stuff you're going against is trash. So, it, yeah, he's going to so look like don't... him. I would hope he looks like a monster because <laughs> I could I could get out there and, and run behind that line and do exactly what Kalen Balazs is doing right now. You would think that one of these two had Kalen Balazs or Kenyon Drake on their team with as much air time as you guys are getting. They are not. It's just a highly point of contention here <laughs> in the uh, – Whisper Nation Studios. Um, so then we're moving ahead here because the draft is going quick. We saw um, uh, in your eighth round pick, we saw Royce Freeman. We saw Duke Johnson go curving around into the ninth. Johnny's boy, Josh Gordon, taken off the board. We all know the upside in that pick. Let's see if he can keep it together uh, with Gronk off the field. Could be a feaster. Um, we're going to see that ADP continue to rise as well as people get more accustomed to seeing him active. Uh, moving forward there, then Jalen Samuels off the board with Marvin Jones. Ronald Jones. And then Big Travi taking Johnny's boy, Kyler Murray. 
Yeah, look, I'm I'm so stoked that he had a bad preseason game because the ADP kind of was affected. And two things: fantasy football, I was stoked. Real football, I was stoked. You need you need to have adversity. You need to see a defense basically punk you if you're going to be great in this league. And he needed that. And I think it's great. I think it'll be. I think it'll benefit him in a big way. I have not gotten Kyler Murray in the ninth since. Way Chris, early Christmas, in the offseason. Since Christmas yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So I was stoked on that. Right on. After there, Russell Wilson gone, followed by Marquez Valdez, Gantling, Larry Fitzgerald, Sterling Shepard, and Sutton. It's out the ninth round. DK Metcalf, Mr. Niscope himself off the board with Nathan Njoku, Jameis Winston, LaShawn McCoy, and the Rams defense gone. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, I know you're a big fan of Deshaun. Now he's now on your fantasy team. Yeah. Uh, look, Corey Davis and Emmanuel Sanders was there, but I was just thinking pure upside. Who's got the better ceiling for me? It's, it's Deshaun Jackson. It's not close, uh, with that stacked offense that they have over there. For in sure Philly. We all know what, uh, Corey Davis. We still don't know yet exactly what he game goes after Sean, Carlos Hyde, Emmanuel Sanders, Johnny, you grabbed Lamar Jackson. If you couldn't grab Kyler Murray, it would be Lamar. Yeah, I love uh, Lamar Jackson. I'll be going for him in almost all my leagues uh, because the upside is there. I mean, you watch the preseason, and he does look like he's improving that that arm, and so that's what we were all looking for. This guy's quick. He's he's a bigger guy. So uh, if you miss out and you are excited or tantalized by the mm. Kyler Murray upside, I think that Lamar Jackson is a much cheaper option for you, and I love grabbing him. Look, 10th round. I'll grab him. And I don't know how much better his <laughs> arm is. Decision-making looking. Right. And the thing, more, more passes. Right. And the thing, too, is I you can generally get Lamar Jackson a little bit further down, but sleeper causes every team to draft two quarterbacks, so I knew I wouldn't get him. If... And that hype is rising, too. Then, all right, moving around, Adrian Peterson gone with the Rivers to 10th. 11th round, Peyton Barber, Matt Breda, Mark Andrews, your boy. Mark Andrews, friend of, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Mark, We're just going to We're gonna move along from there with the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Dante Moncrief, Devin Singletary, over to you. Big Travi, Damian Harris was your 11th round pick. Rookie running back drafted by the New England Patriots. Yeah, look, he's insurance for a guy with a degenerative knee. So we get what's going on here. And he showed out good, showed good hands in the preseason, showed good running skill. He's going to be a goal line guy, probably not the goal line guy, but capable of it. So if anything's to, to happen, the upside is just tremendous for Damian Harris, Damian Harris, in my opinion. And then in the 12th there, jumping to the next, another guy in a similar bucket. Donald yeah. Thompson. Yeah, I was sitting here looking and maybe this will, you know, behoove Johnny. But I was sitting here looking at Justin Jackson, who I knew Johnny was going to have to take eventually. Um, and I didn't end up taking him because here's the deal. Darwin Thompson's upside is bigger than Justin Jackson's only because I think Melvin Gordon eventually gets a deal. And so Justin Jackson will eventually be relegated to the bench. Could Damian Harris just outright lose the starting job since he's never had more than 50 carries in a season? Yes, he Easy could lose the job. And so Darwin Thompson, who's done incredible things like leap over humans and tall buildings. No, but <laughs> just uh, he's just looked good. So. And carried a school bus across a bridge. Yeah, that, saved a bunch of kittens. And yeah. that Darwin Thompson pickup, as you mentioned, did set up Johnny to take Justin Jackson in the 12th. He said yeah. he might do it. Right. It looks like the price is right, Bob. <laughs> yep. The price is wrong. <laughs> TJ Hawkinson taking in the 12th Minnesota Vikings D to close out the 12th. Golden Tate to start the 13th, followed by Dak Prescott. Now setting up Johnny game time. Picks his pick in the 13th. Who do you want to pair along with Justin Jackson? 
So I'm I'm gonna go another running back here, and people are gonna think I'm crazy, but uh, Justice Hill I like grabbing and stashing at the end of uh, drafts because I think he has tremendous upside. He also is a friend of the show, uh, Justice Hill, um, and he, this guy, listen, he he was awesome in college. They're you know raving about him in in training camp, and so you can never have too many running backs. I always say that even in a PPR league, uh, I I like it. Hey. And Johnny, how many times have the Baltimore Ravens surprised us with who they actually end up giving the majority of the carries to? I think like every year since yeah. I played, every year post Ray Rice, it's always like, who's going to get it? I don't know. And the guy who's set to get it in the beginning of the season isn't getting him really at the end. 100%. I uh, love Kind of seen the Chiefs do the same thing. It's kind of yeah. weird because oh. just based on injury suspension or whatever Only else. Only difference there being the Chiefs usually go with one guy. Once they do. Once, once they, they do. do yeah. Right. Baltimore might keep it. Correct. So. Devin Funch is taken after Justice Hill. Trey Burton Cousins setting up Travis pick of Michael Gallup. I like Michael Gallup. I think he's starting to really warm on yeah. Gallup as yeah. the as the offseason progresses, just because this was a guy that, that the Cowboys originally drafted to oh, come on. Oh, oh, oh. No, to replace that. Yeah, that's oh, what I wanted. Oh. To repl- yeah, to replace Des Bryant. I got a glitch in the matrix there. Ended up taking somebody else, but Sure. Um, so I, I'm a fan of Gallup, and especially with this planner fascia situation that's working out with Amari Cooper. You could have the number one wide receiver, potentially. There's a world where that's the case. Yeah. And Tony- for Dak, who can only throw to one guy, this that's pretty good. Tony Pollard afterwards, followed by kicker Justin Tucker, tight end Jordan Reed, Greg Zerline, and Clowns defense to close out the 14th. We're in the 14th round now, where Harrison Butker, kicker for the Chiefs, gone, followed by the Texan defense, Will Lutz, Jimmy Garoppolo, Rick, uh, Hardman. Man, Nicole Hardman, Marquise Brown now taken over there. Travis. Yeah, I really wanted um, – does this go this way? Yeah, yeah. I really wanted um, Kenny Stills, so hopefully Johnny doesn't take it right now. But that's <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the guy I wanted there, but the computer glitched. Uh, Marquise Brown is fine, but I just got we just got the update today uh, that Harbaugh says he's a long ways away. Uh, so that that's a little concerning. This is a guy with Liz Frank early – or Liz Frank injury earlier – in the offseason, nursing himself back from that with a Lamar Jackson who hasn't shown the best chops to get it to wide receivers consistently. Yeah, really and nice. so that one's yeah. tough. <clears throat> but uh, there, though. did Especially want Kenny dice. Stills. That's who. I, so I'm going to go ahead and take him here. While he's doing that, Koskowski's off the board, followed Oop. by Fairbairn, uh, Tvecchio, Paris Campbell, who Johnny grabbed there, Paris Campbell. We know that he had a great camp. He could grab that third role over there in, in uh, Indianapolis. I love Paris Campbell. I think Honestly, was... I think Paris Campbell has some upside to be like the number two option. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I and immediately he's one of my favorite rookie wide receivers. I, you took my second favorite there, Johnny, with J.J. Arcega White or Arcega Whiteside, I should say. Yeah. But uh, Paris Campbell, I think, is going to be great, especially half point PPR. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Really uh, like Bill's defense, Elliot to close out the 14th round, final round here. Jameson Crowder, Robbie Gould, and there we go, the aforementioned J.J. Arcega White. Arthega. It's like Abitha. Yeah, I dude, I was doing it all offseason and then I Arthega. Yeah, they we watched the preseason game and the announcer was just like JJ Arthega Whiteside. Oh, here we go. So great. Yeah, it's, it was pretty It'll be maybe it's like it'll be like the Kamara conundrum. Kamara Kamara. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like who knows? It's not even like that's not even how he pronounces it. It's not either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the quarterback who's your boy? Took it the fifth round. Uh, it was it Tyrod. Oh, Tyrod Taylor. Oh yeah, Tyrod. That was yeah. like the big news at last year. That was hard knocks. Yeah, yeah. Hard it's just knocks. like me, like 
Austin or Austin <laughs> my whole life. Yeah, you can't really do Johnny. No. Johnny Joe, or Joe Johnny. Joe, Joe Hani. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Whiteside, God, Dion Lewis, Kinnon, Broncos defense. Your final pick. There you go. Your boy. Kenny Stills, don't play Jay-Z himself. You like that one? Could be the guy in could be the guy in Miami. Uh yeah, here's the thing. He his prototype fits well what Fitzpatrick likes to do. Um, and that's go deep. And so he he will probably be a guy that he looks to quite a bit. Albert Wilson's there. We've talked about it before. That could be a situation. But look, I'll probably end up dropping both him and Marquise Brown, picking up a kicker defense. But we're drafting so early. Once again, Whisper Nation will tell you, when you draft this early, when you still have a week or so left for the pr- uh, before the regular season starts, take some of these training camp battles. See what's happening. See how it shakes out. Punt kicker defense. You can always pick those up right before week one. We have completed another mock draft. Let's go ahead and do a quick rundown of Johnny. Would you care to care to take the lead as you drafted first? Uh, yeah. Tell us about your team and what you think. So uh, first round, Saquon fell to me in a half point PPR. I love that. Uh, Joe Mixon in the second. So I, I decided that I was just going to try to stack as many solid running backs as I could and worry about uh, wide receivers later because there are a lot that I like. Uh, that are in the mid rounds and so um, I I grabbed Joe Mixon in the second which allowed me to grab Melvin Gordon in the third uh, and you know he could be on suspension but having Saquon and Joe there that should cover me and then Austin you know questioned whether I'm I'm worried about you know Justin uh, Jackson coming in later or or not so I grabbed Sonny Michelle I think I still have him as my fourth tier running back. So I took him and then I started going a couple wide receivers here. So Calvin Ridley, high upside uh, guy who's number two in, in an offense, but they throw a lot, had 10 touchdowns last year. That will regress a little bit, but I still like him as a wide receiver. Christian Kirk, again, a, a guy who started a breakout last season. Uh, so I like his upside as well. Dante Pettis, my guy. Dante Pettis, enough said. I don't need to keep gushing about him because then it will get a little weird. But he will. Uh, uh, Duke Johnson, um, I took another running back because he's depth. Uh, He's a guy who I like in PPR quite a bit, and um, you can never have too many running backs. Josh Gordon, uh, just to add on to my wide receivers, I think I have a very solid core of wide receivers. No wide receiver ones, but with the running backs that I have and then – the running back at the quarterback position in Lamar Jackson, who I took in the 10th round. Uh, I have a very, very high floor uh, as far as, you know, my team scoring goes. And then, you know, Mark Andrews, get that double dip the chip. Uh, Mark Andrews is one of my favorite tight ends in the draft. Justin Jackson was able to get him, you know, uh, for the Melvin Gordon insurance there. Justice Hill, like his upside, Paris Campbell and J.J. Ortega, wide side. Both of those guys, I really like the offenses that they're going into, and I could see them uh, actually. Well, at least Paris Campbell, I could see him having a good season. Uh, JJ could be, you know, towards the second half of the season kind of guy. Right on. Thanks for the breakdown. Yeah. How about you, Travis? All right. So <clears throat> what I've found a lot in these, uh, you know, middle rounds, actually anywhere past the sixth spot you're kind of more at liberty to go upside down, right? You get a little bit of that middle area where you can kind of see how the runs go, and you're really not sold on any of these guys. I mean, Nick Chubb we love, James Conner has upside, but you're not sold on any of these guys to really be what the top tier are, right? 
just because of some of the circumstances. So I went upside down, uh, theoretically, in the first two rounds. I went Devontae Adams with my first pick, and then Travis Kelsey. Really just love Travis Kelsey in the middle of the second round. When you think he could be statistically more consistent and better than Gronk at some points in Gronk's career. So if that's the case, we were taking Gronk in the middle to late of the first round, and I think that Kelsey's getting slept on as a potential first round, uh, early second round guy for teams based on the positional advantage you get. And I said it at the top of the show, I think of the three, Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, and George Kittle, Kelsey is the only one I feel good about locking in as staying elite at the tight end position this year. Devonta Freeman was my next pick and Derrick Henry, a couple of safe ish running backs just based on pure volume. They're not safe based on system or, or well, Henry's not safe on system. Freeman's not so safe with injury history, but I still like the upside that's there with both of them. And I felt good about what I could do in the late rounds to make up for their, you know, downside, so to speak. Uh, when impaired Cooper cup and then Jarvis Landry with Devonte Adams. We talked about Landry getting slept on a little bit. I think Cooper cup also may be getting slept on because of the injury when people aren't actually maybe reading that he's progressed really nicely for them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a guy last year that was on pace to be the wide receiver too in uh, PPR and standard scoring. So I, I really like Cooper cup uh, Rashad Penny, Royce Freeman wanted uh, one or the other of these guys ended up getting both. And I love that Freeman continues to get slept on as a guy that should be the starter and the touchdown guy for the the Broncos. And they're going to have a good defense. Believe it or not, they are going to have a good defense. Bradley Chubb is borderline elite. And then, of course, Von Miller. And so I think that means they give the ball back to the offense quite a bit. And so Royce Freeman has some real upside that people are just for some reason not seeing uh, in Royce Freeman. Kyler Murray. Look, I've said at the top, I haven't gotten Kyler Murray in the ninth round since Christmas. Uh, so happy birthday to me. Um, I got Kyler Murray here. Deshaun Jackson. I love the upside. Look, we've you seen Deshaun. Said, I haven't I haven't gotten Kyler Murray since Christmas. And then you said happy birthday to me. That's right. I'm wow. Jesus. <laughs> wow, dude, unreal. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Deshaun after the sacrilege. Too much uh, of this in, uh, you've had too much eggnog, I think. Jesus was born in the spring. Dude. People sleep on eggnog, too. Just like people are sleeping on Jarvis Landry, they're sleeping on eggnog <laughs> when they throw up and just pass out in it. No, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Deshaun Jackson. Look, Deshaun Jackson could be one of the best deep ball threats we've ever seen, period. Uh, and what he does for offenses is huge, and so I really like a piece of that. That's a guy that could plug into your flex and win you any week. Could be Travis. Uh, my guy. Who knows? God. My uh, bromance. Who knows? We could be looking at that. Yeah. So speaking of which, that episode's coming out soon. So be on the lookout. Uh, Damian Harris, Darwin Thompson, two huge upside running backs, part of elite offenses. You've got to be taking these lottery tickets in the 10th round and on because these guys could win you your league. Mark it here. Heard it here. Second, third, fourth, fifth. Uh, Michael Gallup. Look, we talked about him. X receiver could be the X receiver in this offense. And we know that the $40 million throw for Dak Prescott is to the X receiver. I don't that think is, you just say it like that. You got to be like X receiver X. I can't even like can't you wait. got, you can't do it like X receivers. That sounds bland, but like you, you put some umph in it, like use your chest. What does Austin say all the time? <laughs> say it with your chest X receiver. Oh, that's an original. <laughs> <laughs> I like yep. to say it. I like when I'm referring, I like to Spanish. Oh, Deeper. Oh, not dos. Uno. Oh, 
All right. Anyways, uh, Michael Gallup, then Marquise Brown. I didn't really mean to pick him, so I'll drop him anyways. And then Kenny Stills to round it out. All right. Well, as it is my role and what keep me around for <laughs> is to grade their drafts and give you a winner based on how I'm. So let's <laughs> take a look at these ones here. You know, I like the strategy behind. I really, I mean, if I'm drafting my actual, I like what Johnny does. What I usually do in fantasy drafts, stack these running backs in the beginning and then grab yourself receivers with upside. Um, so I like the philosophy behind that. I just don't like a lot of the players. Um, <laughs> wow, unreal. <laughs> um, specifically, Someone clearly hasn't read the draft kit. Speaking of which, I don't even like draft kits, and this draft <laughs> Here is we really go. good. It's really good. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love it. I've never been a draft kit kind of person. Fantasypros.com. We've converted them. Or, yeah. or your preferred fantasy football site. And I, and I just crunch the numbers and I look at it myself there. This thing is an experience. You go through the Fantasy Whisperers draft kit from start to finish, and it's fun. It's not fun just acquiring the knowledge, getting smarter, and becoming better than people you're around. But it's actually just fun like to go through. It's like when you went to school and it was a good day of school. It's like that's what this is. It's like, wow. School yeah, we're we're gonna take you to school with that thing, and for the price of only like ten bucks. So yeah. you got to get over there it's and like get a, it. That's the fantasywhispers.com. It's like a comic book, dude. That's what's so cool about it. It's like a comic. It's book. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. It does have that feel. We spent a lot of time and hard work on that thing, so it's it's nice to hear the Whisper Nation love it. Obviously, Austin loves it as well. All right, um, Austin, tell yeah. Whisper Nation what they already know that I you love right, my right. team. I I do like your philosophy, and I've given you a lot of nods on this one. Uh, breaking that one down. Looking at Travis's, though, Devontae Adams, elite, Kelsey, elite. Um, the running backs he grabbed in the three and the four, potential RB1s, in my opinion. Devontae Freeman and Derrick Henry. Um, Derrick Henry, we know the can of, of whoop-a. He can take down any week. We saw them to close out. The- Devontae Freeman is a former number one overall back. He's going to be, as Travis said, getting more volume than he's probably gotten maybe ever. Um, he's healthy thus far. That's the only thing you're holding against him. Um, and working our way down then, Cooper Cup, Jarvis Landry, high floor guy, and also pretty high ceilings as far as I'm concerned. Um, Rashad Penny, Royce Freeman, if he gets one of those guys to do anything, also with um, the New England pickup there uh, in Damian Harris or Darwin Thompson, if he gets one of those other running along with uh, Derek Henry and Devontae Freeman, he's going to have a real juggernaut of a running back situation over there. I mean, he just really needs one to break, and he's got a decent chance at all of those. Um, the final receivers with Travis team, Michael Gallup, Marquise Brown, we know he's dropping Kenny Stills like him. I think he got a good shot of one of those working out too. Um, I like the philosophy that Johnny brought forward uh, over Travis's in this one, but if I'm picking a winner on this one, I feel like I haven't said this in a while. We're going with Big Travis. Woo! That's right, son. Oh, That's right. Hey, look, this is what you do, Whisper Nation. You play to your crowd here. I knew – he hated that I hated Derrick Henry, and I sacrificed my pride. So I put it on the line. Wow. I picked Derrick Henry. So Woo! You just gave wrong information. Ric Flair. Woo! You just well, gave wrong information. No, bro. That's unreal. It's just like it's just like wow. picking your. You know, if you're in your you're league, right. know let, your league. No, let's no. no, know your judge. Hey. Like like Johnny, if I knew, or for instance, hey, that's actually a good point. I don't think uh. you can take it away from Travis. I'm gonna go back to the. Fantasy Whispers Dynasty draft that we just committed here. Travis was picking right after me in the fifth round. I was looking to grab Aaron Rodgers at that point. I knew he'd be grabbing him there. So what did I do? I grabbed Aaron Rodgers there in the fifth because I knew he wouldn't make it back around the other side. 
you know who you're playing with. You know these things. Hey. The only reason why Johnny, I love a lot what you did on this one. It's really about that three wide receiver crunch there that you had through the fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds. Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Dante Pettis. Listen, if these guys pop off, am I surprised? No, I'm not. Um, but am I going to bank on these guys of all the ones to take a dice roll on? <sighs> Christian Kirk, he could really be that number one guy, but we've got a ton of receivers over there in a brand new system, brand new, brand new quarterback. We don't know. That's my point. We don't know. We don't even really know what Christian Kirk is about. He did last year. Calvin Ridley, while he could usurp Julio Jones eventually, he's not doing it this season. Um, he we know he's a solid to wide receiver him. too. He's just good. He's just you want him on your fantasy team. That's good too. It's a it's a it's a higher floor, lower upside. Dude one had ten touchdowns certain. last year, bro. Johnny, you've won the last four, dude. Yeah. Just Unreal. let me have hey. my and moment, Dante dude. Mister Nation, I like Tom like Ridley. I like Tom Ridley, but Dante Pettis. You don't know anything that's going on over there in San Francisco. We got. Jimmy we know Jimmy Grusom G can't throw the ball. Throw the ball. Yeah, Jimmy Grusom is looking exactly that. Oh, so, all right. Um, Whisper, All right, so Whisper we want to know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Whisper Nation, let us know what you think. Who drafted the better team? Was it Big Travi or is it Johnny Game Time Hex? Do you agree with Austin or do you agree? I don't like with the me? way you said yeah. my name there. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the yeah. way you said I, that. I said it with the, with was it the, stupid the, Big Travi or was it great Johnny Game Time Hicks? Uh, you didn't know. say those things, hey. but you kind of, I felt that. Like and subscribe to our show. Hit the bell on YouTube so you get content anytime we release new stuff. As always, check us out on Google Play, iTunes, all those. Uh, Spotify, Spotify, Stitcher. All of that. Wherever you get your podcasts, go check us out. All right. Until next time, that's – I'm just going to say that's – we got to get that mustache uh, Instagram. But uh, that is awesome. Oh, my Sear God. With the yes. mustache, uh, Big Travi, and I'm Giant Game Time Hicks, and we're the Fantasy Whispers. Take it easy, guys. Peace. Download the draft kit. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Whisperers podcast. You can hear more from John and Travis on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TF Whisperers.